Good morning, and on my podcast today, I have my boyfriend Hunter Ganicky with me. We're going to talk about schizophrenia and what it is to deal with it. By the way, my name is Shanique. I am the host of this podcast. So let's just start the first topic off with schizophrenia. When did you find out you had it? Roughly two and a half years ago was when I got my diagnosis. Um, let's see. There was this big test that I was given. Mm-hmm. And it was basically a test of 500 questions. Dang. And the person administering it said that it'll know if you're lying and just due to the quantity of questions. Yeah. Any conflictions would be like, yeah, they're lying about that. So Yikes. I had to be fully truthful with it. Which it makes fine. sense. You don't want it to think you're lying. Right. It's fine. It's just... At the end, I learned that I have something called schizoaffective disorder, which is effectively schizophrenia bundled with depression, as all the best gifts, they come in twos. Sounds interesting, kind of sounds like really sad, if you think about it. It is a little bit, but it explains a lot of things that go on in my mind, because often I hear my name being called from somewhere and I'm home alone. Oh, wow. Or I'll catch a shadowy figure out of the corner of my eye, turn, and they're not there. Mm. But otherwise, I'm perfectly functional like anyone else. For somebody who doesn't have schizophrenia, I have the same issue too where I think my name's being called Mm. because I sit around my house and my mom, she used to call me a lot. So I'll say and be like, I heard my name. I heard somebody say to me, and my mom would be like, I didn't call you. Or sometimes I'll be home alone and I'll be like, is somebody calling me? And then I have to remember, you're home alone. Who could possibly be calling you, girl? Like, calm down. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, it tends to be a little bit more vivid. Yeah. <laughs> um, it'll be like, Hunter, come here. Just my mother's voice calling from somewhere not even in the house sounds like they're across a football field Mm. and they're just I hear Hunter whispered on the wind or something like that (laughs) it's weird but I've come to ignore it a lot of the time so when you first found out you had schizophrenia how did the family react because I know you told me your girlfriend you Mm. told me a couple you told me a little later than you told your family but how did they react yeah um They were, for the most part, supportive, but personally, I feel like they didn't quite understand what it meant and wasn't entirely sure how to help me with it. Mm, Yeah, that could make sense. I mean, when you have somebody with, like, any mental illness or disorder, it's hard to cope with. A lot of parents, they don't know what to do. Sometimes they're like, is this what I signed up for? How can I handle this? Parents, they never want to see their kids hurt. So when it comes to my kid has a disorder or a mental illness, how do I be there to support them? No parent's ever ready to understand that. Is this something you signed up for? Because if they leave this earth, what's going to happen with you when they're not here to take care of you? Mm. So I'm glad to hear your point on that. I mean, do you feel like schizophrenia when you're working, does it take over your work abilities or does it just allow you to be just regular, like enjoy life normally? At work, honestly, I excel. Um, I work at a hospice care facility. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the patients have dementia and Alzheimer's. And with schizophrenia, 
I actually can relate to them on some level. So they, all the residents there really enjoy talking to me and know that I can relate to them. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I yeah. mean, most people wouldn't have expected you to work in a facility like that, doing what you have. I know that a lot of people have this stigma of, oh, you're schizophrenic, you're a psycho, mm-hmm. you're a psychopath. That's all you want to do is be controlling and one day you're going to harm somebody. And my point of view, when I first met you, I was like, not all schizophrenic people are the same. They're just not. You have to understand people. One person can have it and they can be a certain way, but that doesn't make all people the same. And there's this thing with mental illness where everybody categorizes it and thinks because one person came out and had that disease and that's what happened to them. It happens to everybody and it's annoying. Mm. Yeah, something I've noticed with having schizoaffective disorder is I bring it up with people and then they treat me a certain way. They act like they have to walk on eggshells or something. When in reality, there's only a few things that would really set me off. And even then, it's quite simple to calm me back down. Yeah. So, yeah, mental illness isn't fun. People don't seem to understand it. But it's something you... Sounds like it's something you cope with and work with. It's something you gotta live with. So, now that we're derailing, how do you think mental illness how do you think having schizo has affected your dating life ah like do you feel like you're able to be comfortable knowing you have it since you've told me Mm. and we've dated that you have it or do you feel like it's still something that you're scared to like deal with and you feel like you're putting a burning on somebody yeah they're The reason it usually takes me a while to tell people about it is because, well, I feel like they're going to judge me Mm -hmm. off the bat. Be like, oh, they have schizophrenia, so clearly I need to be careful around them. Mm -hmm. When the reality couldn't be further from the truth. I prefer you just, people to just treat me like normal. And then all will be fine. Um, Dating-wise... Eh, I feel like not much is different Mm -hmm. other than the fact that I feel like it's more of a moral obligation to bring it forward be like hey I have this condition Mm -hmm. just to let you know even though yeah even with the um, not persecution that's the wrong word but stigma that's it I know when we first met, it took you some time to tell me. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, it took about a week or two. And I know that when I first met you, I was like, schizophrenia. In my mind, I'm like, okay, what is it? Mm. I knew what schizophrenia was. I didn't know much of it, so mm. I started doing my own research. And then I noticed that people who have it, you just have to understand their mood swings. Mm. You have to understand what they're going through to secure them and secure yourself to make sure they're safe. And I'm like, if I can figure out how to help you since we're dating and then I can understand better mm. what's going on and be able to explain to my family who doesn't understand because it can be hard dating somebody with schizophrenia because their family understands the disease or the illness my family on the other hand takes it as it's dangerous because they have their perception and view of it but I feel like mm. dating with schizophrenia is just like dating somebody normal mm. 
big thing about all mental illness is that it's completely individual. Mm -hmm. Every individual who deals with mental illness is dealing with it differently. Yeah. Which is something that a lot of people don't seem to understand is that when you have a broken leg, you have a broken leg. Mm -hmm. That is your medical diagnosis. Close enough. (laughs) Uh, When you have mental health, you can be diagnosed with it, but the way it expresses itself can be vastly different than yeah. someone with a similar uh, diagnosis. It's very individual, and not a lot of people understand that. That's how I see it as, too. And it's hard because everybody thinks I have an illness. Dating isn't something I should think about. I mean, sometimes it's not even the illness that people are. It can just be you as a person. As long as you know that you have an illness, you mm-hmm. recognize it, you tell people. Yeah, you can you compensate for it. You explain what it is. Most people wouldn't be afraid to date you. And everybody sees that you shouldn't date somebody with a mental illness. Why? Here's the thing. Nine times out of ten, half these people in the world have a mental illness, but they never want to get diagnosed. Mm. Nobody wants to go sit in a room and be told, you, know, you, you have depression or you have PTSD yeah. or something like that. Because, yes, I did get a diagnosis for PTSD first before they figured out what it actually was. They, I'd gone through a couple of labels for it. And schizophrenia or schizoaffective disorder is currently the one that ticks the most correct boxes. But as mental illness becomes more understood like to think that I'll get a more specific diagnosis. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I noticed that when I met you, I mm. learned more and more a little bit about what schizo is, because I didn't know about it. Mm. I was like, oh, what do I do? I'm dating you, it took me time to research. I was like, I can actually do this. But yeah. You know, thank you for giving me your spill, your opinion. No problem. You know, stay tuned for next week's topic. I don't know who my guest for next week will be yet, but thank you for tuning in, and thank you, Hunter. No for, problem. You know, giving me your advice and, you know, joining my podcast. It's always good to get more awareness out there. Of course. This is Janique Gandy and Hunter Ganicky, Janique's boyfriend, signing off. Signing off. <laughs>